0: Welcome to the No Ideas Original Sports Podcast featuring Shannon, Mr. Rob, Zane, and Ken. We're joined today by by the CEO of A7FL, Sunir. Sunir, welcome to the podcast. Thank you guys for having me. Nice to have you. So let's get right into it. Talk a little bit about what A7FL is and how you end up creating A7FL.
1: Yeah, so A7FL stands for American Sevens Football League which that is seven on seven, full contact tackle football. Uh, unique, new sport, exciting, and at the same time a little safer too when it comes to repetitive head-to-head uh, shots that the typical, uh, that you typically see with NFL helmet football, you don't see in the, in the A7FL. And that's a big part of the press and the attention that we've received when it comes to CTE and, and um, head injuries, the A7FL went in the opposite direction, something totally different. And what we're finding out is that it's actually safer way to play football at the same time.
2: So what led, what led you guys, <clears throat> I see you participated in, the, in a self study with New Jersey Institute of Technology. What was the reasoning for that participation?
1: Yeah, so when I, um, when I started the business with my partner Ryan DePaul, a, a big um, point for us was to show the safety and demonstrate the safety of this sport. And one way I figured to do that was through my alma mater where I went to um, university, New Jersey Institute of Technology. So when I reached out to them, they were interested and we quickly connected with their um, medical and, and engineering department. And we able to put that study together over two seasons which started to show that there's elevated safety in our sport, um, similar to the quarterback in traditional football, the most protected player. Right. Uh, all of our athletes get that elevated safety that that typically the quarterback would get. So it is really a big deal, and it's still full contact, exciting football. Right.
2: And what I what I noticed watching it, there's no there's no there's really no pylon. No one's piling yeah. on each other with. You know how ankle injuries and legs get caught up in in the muscle of all that. Good point,
1: Um, yeah. And, you know, the players are aware of their own safety. It's an instinct is a big part of it. That's a scientific um, uh, theory behind that. It's called risk homeostasis. So when you go into a a collision, you're going to use the most protected part of your body. And when you have a helmet on your head, that's why... It's instinct to lead with your head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with our athletes, the instinct is to pull their head back, keep mm-hmm. their head out of the tackle.
2: All right, little cerebral football. I like this.
3: This
2: is yeah.
1: tough.
3: <laughs> Tell us how you were able to link up the co founder of the UFC and you know what 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 made him become a chair member for the A seven FL.
1: Yeah, thank you. So as we were building the A7FL, we got to a stage where we've done a, a tremendous amount on our, on our own, my partner Ryan and I. So as the founders, we realized, hey, we need to build our team and continue to grow. So I reached out to a good friend of mine and I'm, I'm looking for advice and, and which direction to go. And his simple advice was go after the sports people. And then, so within a few conversations and networking, Um, between people one call led to another led to another within three calls, within three connections three steps um, I was connected with David Isaacs and instantly he saw the value and and what we were doing similar to how the the UFC started as a safer way to do boxing Mm -hmm. he saw that in the A7FL and and, uh, we hit it off right
4: away
3: Okay. Excellent.
4: As your league continues to grow, just looking at it, you know, logistically, you have teams across the whole country. How do you guys go about managing, you know, you have a across the country?
1: Yeah, great question. So that's part of our growing uh, pains and growing experience. We've done very well in the Northeast where we started the league. We've most recently expanded into San Diego, which is huge for us. Um, so, understanding how the new divisions um, grow to to uh, to eventually fold into a national championship is our ultimate goal. Um, I don't want to uh, guarantee anything or let the cat out of the bag, but that's our goal for 2021, and hopefully, we'll see a national East versus West national championship first time in the A7FL.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so how is the league financed, and do players get compensated for participating?
1: Uh, another good question. So, like many semi-pro leagues across the country, the athletes are actually paying to play. Uh, so, there's a big tradition of this, is because athletes um, are staying competitive on the football market for other opportunities to to play in other leagues. At the same time, they're staying active and and um, and they're you know continuing to to play the game that they love. Now, as we continue to grow, we're moving towards instituting prize money um, where we want to eventually have our players paid in, in, the, in the long run. That's the big picture. It's going to take some time to get there, um, but we, we really believe our athletes are just as good, uh, many of them. capable to play at the highest level so as we grow they'll get that opportunity right now we're turning them into stars the best that we can we're putting that exposure out there they're getting on the highlight videos and um you know and it's a pretty amazing experience right now
2: yeah two two, two questions i like i like your commentators they always they always they remind me i don't know if you're familiar with Rucker Park 150. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They have the
1: sauce. That's yeah, the
2: sauce. That guy, who, who, who's the guy commentating the play by play? He's your Marv, Marv Albert. I love him.
1: We, we have a few uh, different guys rotating, but the center of our uh, announcing is a guy named LJ Smith. He's yes. been with us for many years. Um, yeah. He is the flavor of of and you know and the, the voice of the A7FL and we have some great partners that, that he's worked with over the years and right and it's a great uh, it's a great uh, new way to experience football it's not your typical announcing uh, right. you know right. your your uh, you know cardboard cookie cutter right. type of analysis something very different
2: very different man there's a play on there silky smooth i love it, <laughs> right. I love it here uh, from a network standpoint are there any other networks um giving you guys offers? because your business model I, I don't i can see it winning in, in, in other markets as well
1: well that's the idea so we're right now uh, partnered with 11 sports network and for the fans so that puts us on tv on direct tv across the country
2: and internationally um, too right
1: yes national tv across the country and um and then we have digital partnerships as well twitch facebook um and our own platform so uh you know over the years we've had 100 million views on our content Um, we've gone viral multiple times now that we have a television uh, partnership we're expanding our reach Okay. Uh, as we add new divisions, we'll start to showcase their uh, talent and their games. So you'll start to see um, fans forming behind their local teams in Las Vegas, in Houston, in LA, and Is there a team Tampa. in the
2: Bronx? Is there a team in the Bronx too? Not yet.
1: Not yet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And you know, we need to be there. Okay. Yeah. Brooklyn, Bronx, definitely.
3: Also, can you can you can you let us know about the investment opportunities that A Seven FL has has for uh, you know people that's interested?
1: Yeah, sure. So um, right now is a first uh, of a kind opportunity to actually invest in the A Seven FL uh, because of the new laws. Uh, there's a uh, there's an opportunity for anybody to invest you don't have to become an accredited investor and have a multi-million dollar portfolio actually anybody can be involved in investing in small startups like the a7fl so um, so you can actually head on over to a7fl.com invest and learn more about investing in the league owning a piece of the league, actually owning shares in the, in the league that's and, uh, and being a part of our growth. Nice,
4: nice. So, we talked about investing, like, as far as you know, investing in a league, how do you go about, actually, let's say, if you wanted to get a team, how would you go about doing that?
1: And that's really important for us, too. So it's finding uh, team owners, what we call divisional owners, as we expand across the country. Uh, We have a lot of interest, Uh, you know, uh, the first interest came from players, thousands of players across the country. The next wave of interest is from ownership, people who see themselves as a team owner, as a divisional owner, as an event operator. Um, People who have experience in that background, some people who who would be new to it. Uh, But everyone has the same thing in common, they love football, they love what we're doing in the A7FL. So um, I, uh, I'm, we're working with our legal team right now on the paperwork and the agreements necessary to truly expand uh, in a big way um, and, and have all the I's dotted and T's crossed. Um, so as we complete that uh, paperwork, we'll be announcing that to all of our interested owners and, and we'll be following up with everybody.
0: Yes. How has COVID impacted the most recent season? Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, this was a huge milestone for us playing through COVID. Um, it was a big challenge for us. We all uh, committed to this, uh, and 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 we were all all with the same goal. Everyone from players to um, captains to the league staff to our production partners to our sponsor Salus, who did and provided the testing process and the testing software. Um, Everybody wanted to play. And so with that mindset, we all uh, came together as a team and we made it happen. It was an amazing four or five weeks, actually. Um, The championship uh, was probably the best uh, showcase of A7FL football that we've seen so far. And and, and just another huge testament to our team and what we're able to pull off.
0: Yeah, the U won the championship, right? Yeah, yeah, Patterson. Yeah. It on? Yeah, on uh, YouTube. It was a great game, too. Great. Nice. You know, managing injuries.
2: How do you? How how you guys manage injuries? Although your model is not to have as many injuries, but I'm sure injuries do occur. Do you yeah. have you have staff on the side in case someone twists an ankle or anything like, such as that?
1: Yeah, we do, yeah. So we have a, um, a paramedic or a EMT on staff. Um, so not only are we dealing with COVID this last season, um, but we have to obviously deal with the typical sprains and, and, and type of injuries in any full contact uh, type of sport. Um, yeah, correct. You're not going to see the head-to-head uh, like you, like you see on every play in NFL football. It practically almost never happens in the A7FL, but there is a chance of freak um, accidents uh, always, like in any uh, full contact sport, even non contact sports, those type of injuries can occur.
2: You got stiff on them, don't you?
1: Yeah, you can get stiff armed You can oh. you can get uh, driven into the ground. I mean, you can get hit hard. You know, <clears throat> there are big, big hits, and our athletes are real athletes, and they're big guys. They're fast guys. They're athletic. They're agile. Strong um,
2: guys, man. And,
1: and and you know it, it's uh it's you know when you when these guys get hit, you see their face, so you know it's hurt. <laughs> <laughs> But I'll tell you, there yeah.
3: They, can you um, tell us, uh, our listeners out there, what's the, what's the? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, can you tell our listeners out there, what's the difference between rugby and A7FL?
1: Um, so I'm not an expert on rugby, but yeah, two different sports. Um, uh, A7FL is traditional American football with a twist. So seven on seven, <laughs> no kicking. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a three-on-one special teams. It's the most exciting play in sports, we believe. Uh, so, uh, football with with variations for safety, to move the game faster, um, and to be a more expandable and international sport. Um, rugby is a great game, similar in terms of tackling, no pads, no helmets, um, but that's pretty much the extent of the similarities. Um,
4: you know the gameplay is they're two totally different games. Correct. You brought up the, the three-on-one throw. That was something I was interested because I realized that you know there was no kicking involved. Could you tell us how like you know how that came about and like you know what, what how it actually originated? Because it is really interesting to see and it's different than football. And it is an exciting kind of thing. Yeah, it is, man. Oh, it is. Yeah. Um, actually,
1: that that um, that. Play, that uh, new rule came about during the A7FL's uh, evolution. So there's even a the chance for new um, rules and new plays to be uh, created as we grow and as we evolve. But my partner Ryan DePaul invented the three-on-one um, as, a spe- as a safer way to do um, special teams. So you can see the A7FL's layer upon layer of safety um, in terms of the twists. That we that we've done with the rules. So crackback blocks are one of the most dangerous parts of um, football, and special teams one of the most dangerous um, aspects of football traditionally. So when you change it to a three on one, three on the throwing team, one on the receiving, it makes for an exciting uh, play, and you eliminate crackback blocks, and, and uh, it's just a lot safer
0: all around. Nice. No. Yeah sometimes in sports you hear the terminology you hear people mention the face of the league one of the things that i think the nfl has is you know and the nfl is huge it's a multi-billion dollar business so they don't necessarily need to have a face but they do have star players but then you think about a league like um baseball major league baseball one of the issues that major league baseball has and i've heard them talk about it is that most of the time the players spend their time in the dugout when they're batting up they have a helmet on when in the field, they have a baseball cap on. So, as many as much as we talk about the superstars in baseball, it's a lot harder to develop people as individuals. Does the um does the league have a player right now that's the face of the league? And if not, what are you doing to develop a player to make them the face of the league? Or is it important to have the face the face of the league? That, that's an
1: awesome, awesome question. And and you know our guys you actually can see their faces. Like we said, no helmet. Um, it, 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 it really connects you and it connects the fan with our players. When you see them out there, you imagine, hey, not only did I used to play football like that, but you know, very, you know, very easy to see yourself actually out there playing and see that player in yourself. So um, yeah, we are, we are working to make our athletes uh, more um, noticeable and more well-known um, so that comes with the exposure and, and the social media exposure and the TV exposure. Um, some of the faces of our league and, and we do have some well known names. And if you're an A7FL fan, you mentioned Silky Smooth, Kareem Moon. Mm-hmm. So he's one of the s- superstars. He's he's in our <laughs> we'll probably be in our hall of fame one
2: year. <laughs> That's the main yeah, name. Feature. Yeah, he he's Hitting he him
1: is. A, he's well known. Hitting him with the flip black oh yeah he's, he has uh he has um you know uh catchphrases named after him so yeah you know he's a star um so patterson you kareem moon they have other stars on the, the new jersey bic uh you have courage mosey which is a a, a shorter guy um he, he, nobody can take him down you know he, he has a awesome unique character himself um there's teams in baltimore uh, right. the human joystick. Wow. Uh, um, it's know, that's, all Rucker. That's all Rucker right there. <laughs> <laughs> there are, there are. Uh, everybody has, you know, their own story. Uh, if you're good enough, you'll also earn yourself a nickname. And, yeah. you know, and, and that's how you start to get that exposure.
2: Now, right?
1: You know, th- these are the faces of the A7FL. You'll we'll find these faces across the country as we expand Las Vegas and, and um, LA. And you're going to have all of these superstars they deserve a spotlight they're super athletes because they uh didn't make it to the major league um that doesn't mean that their career has to end and mm-hmm. we're providing that opportunity now in a big way not in a me too way yes, that the other leagues are doing where it's a second rate version of the nfl right. we have something new and unique right and, uh, you know so so we feel comfortable as we as we continue to grow. These stars are going to emerge. What,
2: what what are the age requirements? And also, um, also, I'm losing thought. I'm losing the thought. Do Do you have any former like high school stars, former college stars that play in your league? Yes.
1: Yeah, so 18 and older to play. So you have to be an adult. Um, and. So some of our athletes have gone on to a higher level. Uh, one name that comes to mind is Daryl Virgis. He's a guy who played in the league, killed uh, it, he was a superstar. He went on to have multiple tryouts with NFL teams and, uh, and at one point was signed with the Giants for a short time. So there's the, I mean, the talent is there, the quality in the athlete is there. Correct. The, the minority of guys who want to play at a higher level, um, you know, we we want to help them with that opportunity. Now, from the other op- and and the other spectrum, uh, former NFL guys, they've supported our league publicly on social media and things like this. None of them have come to play in the league yet. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be something in the future, and and uh, you know, we'd love to see you know some of those um, names like a Manziel or or uh, a Tebow or you know not you know not that they're going to play now, but the next. Uh, Tebow or Manziel, you know, could could uh, have a possibility to play in the
3: A7FL. Yeah. Tell us about the uh, the, the uh, sign-up situation. Like, uh, are there are there a number of uh, people that came to sign up that just didn't make the cut, or can just about anybody play or try out and get accepted? What's the uh, rules and regulations behind that?
1: So um, anybody can try out. Um, we have teams in New Jersey and Baltimore and San Diego right now. Um, so you know if you have a team in your area, you can go and try out when that time comes. Um, you can reach out to the teams beforehand and, and see which one you might be a better fit with. Um, so all of those opportunities exist. Uh, we'll be making those announcements um, to our entire player list uh, when that time comes. Um, so, do you know some guys? Um, if the team has a lot of interest, I mean, I'm sure some guys aren't going to make it on the team. But uh, most of the teams are, uh, you know, are, are uh, uh, you know have some have at least a few roster um, spots open. I'm sure. I'm um, 30 man max roster at this point.
2: 30 or 35. Uh, 30.
1: Um, 35 okay I think you're right actually I have to double check the rule book uh, this past season it was minimized it was only 20 because of COVID um, so yeah you know things like the rosters and uh, and, um, and some of those rules could change and could go back and forth a little bit but uh, yeah anybody can play let
4: with like um, the different different style of play and the you know different different um showcase things you have different teams different names and you know things like the white football have you have you um looking for any different unique marketing opportunities you guys might have you know because you know it's definitely a it's a new and up and coming thing the the football itself and I was looking like wow that was pretty unique that they chose to go with that.
1: So yeah. it's, a, it's a white football, Yeah, it's not a rugby ball, it's a white football, um, it's the same size as a, your traditional football, um, but uh, yeah, that white really stands out, it does. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So without the pads and the helmets, I know what you is saying, scientifically it makes perfect sense because if I don't have on a helmet, I'm going to be more inclined not to leave with my head. Have you encountered any situations where people have played football for years and they, they just can't get out of their own way of attempting to lead with their head on tackles where you had to maybe exclude a player from the league or suspend a player or something like that? Well,
1: we do have very specific rules um, about tackling, and uh, it, it, you know, if you're if you're breaking those rules, you could be suspended. You could be kicked out of the league. That's an absolute fact. Um, you know, that would probably be a question for one of our coaches. But I, I would say, in general, um, it might take a little bit of getting used to to play in the A7FL. Hmm. Um, but, but. Um, the fact is that instinct of keeping your head out of the tackle, that is a natural instinct, and uh, it doesn't, you know, and you could take off the helmet and uh, and and you'll start to get used to that very quickly. Uh, you know, bottom line is you don't want to have your head cracked. Yeah. Bottom line. <laughs>
2: <yep>. <laughs> um, nah, I'm good, man. I like I like what I'm hearing. This is good stuff. I'm I'm ready to invest.
4: <laughs> How about <laughs> but you we have
1: a 7 flcom slash invest. That's right. <laughs> and uh, you know, you can learn all about it there.
3: Guessing. I remember seeing the brackets that you had as far as for the investment opportunities. I believe the minimum was like three seventy five and up. Correct. Right? And then based yeah. upon I guess once you get into the thousands, you get like extra perks behind it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Can you
3: talk about that briefly?
1: Yeah, um, I'm, uh, so off the top of my head, the minimum investment is three hundred seventy five dollars, uh, and um, and and as you go up, there are different perks. Um, you can read about that on the campaign. I think the next level seven hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, season
3: tickets and stuff like that.
1: Exactly, exactly. So, um, so I mean, you know, that's a bonus. The the uh, the the opportunity is owning equity and shares in the A7FL. Um, the platform that we're on, called Start Engine, is is something very cutting edge. It, it allows anybody to invest, and uh, and they're actually developing their own market to trade these uh, shares. Also starting in October, so they'll be one of the first uh, companies doing that so uh we're you know really happy with our partnership with start engine and 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 having the opportunity to bring in investors over 350 investors i think at this time i'm, I'm sure more than that and then we broke now close to 250,000 on that campaign nice yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a big deal for us because we need the capital to invest We i mean uh, to expand so mm-hmm. that's what we're using it for we just uh, put on this past season to showcase our talent, and now moving into 2021, we want to build on that and expand with bigger partnerships. Nice. Absolutely, absolutely.
4: So, with with all the different things that you mentioned—the partnership, the different television opportunities—you know, all the safety advancements and, and different things that you guys are moving forward with. Where do you see like like the AFL, going? Maybe in the next five years, if you had to say, what would you like to see it look like in the next five years?
1: Um, so, a national championship, uh, regional um, competitions um, forming into a, into a regional championships, uh, regional champions forming, and and um, and then all falling into a national bracket to to turn out a national champion. Um, so so that's a rough idea of, of what we want to do, um, meaning we're going to continue to build on our partnerships in terms of our television and digital distribution, our sponsorships, right. our production uh, quality and number of games that we're producing, and, uh, and we're going to keep delivering A7FL to our fans Um you know as we expand across the country showing them those stories of the local uh local hometown heroes um who are still out there playing football and, and uh and aspiring to be a national champion
0: yes well so then, thank you for your time today i appreciate it look the a7 fl if you haven't had an opportunity to tune in and watch it you're missing a quality game All right, All right, peace action I think rob hit the nail on the head like it, it really has to me like a rucker park feel to uh, football i really enjoyed it i sat there and i actually i was at work when i watched it but i watched it and i was like man this is a really good game you have an excellent product oh thank you thank you
1: yeah it's, it's a and one rucker park uh, uh march madness there's there's a lot of uh a lot of it, man. Exciting, exciting elements yeah, yeah
2: absolutely.
0: and uh, i like the ability to you know for for people to invest sure. in the league. So give give out your social media so people can follow and keep track of what's going on with the A7FL. Yeah, follow A7FL. We are on uh, Facebook at
1: A7FL and at A7FL TV, YouTube at the A7FL, and Twitter at the A7FL and Twitch at A7FL. Um, You can catch us on all of those platforms and at A7FL.com. And you can learn about investing on our website also. Thank Thank you.